Welcome back to Trauma Teachers. This is Aaron. Along with Patrick. Uh, we have a special guest in the studio. We got uh, Seth. Yes, my, my brother. Yeah. It's an honor, big fan of the program. <laughs> First time in a long time? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so last week, mistakes. We were, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, there were a lot of awkward pauses last week because we were talking about kind of some dicey subjects. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a lot of responsibility for that. I feel like a lot of them were mine. I've been a lot of empty airspace, dead air. But again, I feel like it's the 50th time I've said this, but we, we do want to talk about the the things that our kids go through, and but we never want to divulge too much information right. or make it like so dark that you wouldn't want to listen to it. So <laughs> right. it's like a tightrope thing. I'm not right, saying right. the kids' names. Not getting too dark and, and like keeping it entertaining and all at that all stuff. at the same time. So yeah. it wasn't bad. It was just more than normal. Yeah, we were walking that tightrope. And then um, what else were we talking about? Oh, just I think we were we went into um, talking about like kind of the different way we treat them here than maybe a, a public school mm-hmm. and just the I think I just wanted to make sure people knew that like we we always discuss as a team like the balance between limiting their distractions and and keeping them safe, but also, like, preparing them to go back out into the right, world. Right, making that transition. Because, like, we had an, I had an IVP meeting yesterday, and, of course, you want the kid to get all everything they need and all that, And then, but then you're thinking, like, how is this ever going to – like, this kid can't – if it's, like, yeah, Johnny needs to take a break every 10 minutes, which right. some of our kids do need, how is that ever going to – How does that translate to back when they get to homeschool? And it can transition? be done, but it's yeah. just, like, are they going to be as therapeutic as us? Is, right. You know, all that stuff. All right, so struggle of the week. Um, I'll start with this one. We have a kid, this actually happened today. Um, we've talked about dissociation a lot and how, but we have a particular kid right now. He's been doing incredibly, incredible. He's probably, you know, one of the smarter kids we have. He's one of the more caring kids we have, but he goes in these like rages when he dissociates. Yeah. And there, it's just a struggle because it's impossible. He's not hearing what you say. No. Um, and there's no way to get him out of it. You just have to wait him out. But while he's in that, um, state, a lot of, terrible things happen yeah they can and they do um as a matter of fact it was we experienced that like you said today um if you is there anything that you might offer thrown out there anything that might have worked or has worked in the past when um you... i think with other kids just repeating the same thing yeah like we've talked about you do that a lot over and over yeah hey i'm, I'm not here to judge you i'm here to keep you safe these are the ways we can keep you safe right. and that works with most kids yeah. at least but with him he doesn't no. There's nothing. Right. Even like when the even unfortunately if the authorities pull up, they, there's no, it doesn't change. His. Yeah, it, there's no difference. Yeah, I agree with you. Like uh, that, um, trying to talk to them in a, in a way that that's um, understanding. They're, they've gotten to that point where they're not hearing you. Um, so I think you're right. Finding one uh, statement that you can just repeat over and over and over again. Um, Hopefully they'll kind of tune into it and hear that. Because trying to reason with them when they're like that is just—it's—it's it's not going to happen. So you're going to end up um, maybe escalating the kid further, or you're just going to end up talking around in circles. So just finding one statement, like you said, just kind of hold on to that. And uh, when we say dissociate, I can remember like two times from my childhood. Maybe like imagine the the maddest you've ever been when you're like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Like when you like throw a fit at a friend's house, yeah. and you know you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You know you're embarrassing yourself. You know you're never going to be invited back, but <laughs> right. you just can't comprehend and you're so angry um and i guess i do have things not to do 
Do not talk about consequences. Yes. Do not say if this keeps going, you're, you know, this is going to happen because that's when it's going to get even worse. Yeah. Like, of course, you have to say, hey, if you're not safe, we need, we might need to right. call someone. Right, but right. not like, hey, this, you might have to transfer facilities. This is why you're here. Right. Like, anything like that will just throw the kid into a rampage. Right. You might want to focus focus on a positive thing. Like, so, like, we just want to keep you safe. Like, yeah. that might be something that you might want to just read. Yeah. You know, we don't want to see you hurt yourself. Something like that. We're not mad at you. We're man. not angry. Yes. That kind of thing. All right. Uh, yeah, so my struggle of the week, I, I think I'm going to jump on your coattails on that. Um, it's um, also happened today with the, this particular student, is, um, and it was kind of reminding me of like what happens when students um, get really concrete uh, or rigid, and um, they don't always understand how their actions uh, have consequences or results, um, even for their own behaviors. Um, they just have trouble understanding that. Um, so take, uh, we had a student today uh, who got upset, um, started to get escalated and uh, started to destroy some property. And even while he's in the midst of all that, and I'm trying to tell him, you know, hey, just calm down. You know, we're just we're just making sure you're safe. He's in turn telling me that if it wasn't for X, Y, and Z, then this wouldn't have happened. So his inability to just to see how, you know, if he would just stop what he was doing, like uh, then he would be okay. Like I think I've reminded him that, like, you know, okay, the answer is yes, we can do that. But I just need you to do this. I need you to show me that you're safe. So he was just he just continued in the cycle of like, well, if this person or if this thing wouldn't have happened, then we wouldn't even be here right now. So it's somebody else's fault. So that's really hard when they get stuck in that area. Like I say, get concrete or rigid around that. And Seth, you can speak on this too. But like, I'm sure you've seen this. So Seth's been here about what two months? Yeah, about okay. So and before this, I was in a normal. <laughs> elementary school quotations quotation air quotations yes air quotations (laughs) so like those kids are like half the size and twice as obedient so it's been quite the adjustment so far (laughs) but I would say my struggle with with this is when the kid we have a lot of kids here who and it's because of the trauma or because of their past experience or because how they've seen adults behave when no matter what happens like you were talking about with today it's like well, if Carol hadn't have done that, right. that wouldn't have happened. Right. Like, hey, you, you hit blank in the face. Well, if she hadn't said that, then that wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened, right. So everything, there's never, like, you're right. I see, I see where you're coming from. Right. right. It's just like, well, that happened because you did this. If you hadn't blocked my computer screen, and, and that's where you don't want to get in a power struggle. Well, if you hadn't been looking at something, you're perfect, <laughs> right. that will go on. You'll go back to the beginning of your relationship with our kids. Right. Because they remember every slight like that. But that is, it's a tough one. I mean, I think it's, and... Not that there aren't a whole lot of tips for helping for, like, when something like that occurs, but sometimes um, if you continually just kind of work and kind of put them in, their, in the other person's shoes or in someone else's shoes and just kind of put it back on, on them like, hey, would you like such and such going into your backpack? So, or would you like someone, what if it was you? What if it was your cake that somebody got knocked onto the floor? How would that make you feel? Um, it, it takes quite a while before they can kind of understand and feel, but it's, there's usually a better connection when they can relate it to themselves. Um, right. Like I said, over time. It's not going to be the first time uh, or the second or the 50th, but... Yeah, and I think, too, like, not lecturing. Like, we always talk yeah. about, like, putting yourself back in a kid's shoes. Like, because they're always thinking, well, you make mistakes. Like, hey, I do stuff like that. All the time. But the important thing is when I mess up or when I yell at a kid, I, I apologize. You know, right. I yell at a kid. But, like, <laughs> you know, when you do something wrong in life, you should apologize. No, yeah. Like, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. But, like, if I come back to my significant other or a family member and say, like, well, hey, if you hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have ruined your mom's dinner. You know, like, that's <laughs> right. not going to work. So it's because of like, you, so, I threw the turkey. Right, exactly. All right, Seth, do you have a struggle since your, your tenure, during your tenure here? Yeah. Uh, so, so far, 
I mean, I've been kind of learning new stuff every day. I started in the middle of the year, so uh, it's a little unique. But so far, it's really hard, like, uh, when the students aren't listening to you, um, or to me, I should say, and especially if they're, you know, with another student or doing something, obviously, they're not supposed to. I've had trouble um, because, you know, they just won't, they'll kind of ignore me or just, you know, blade or respond uh, with colorful language <laughs> and continue doing what they want and uh, it's just been kind of hard for me especially at first to accept that and not you know and not try to uh I guess not let it it would really stress me out at first like I just felt like someone was going to walk in and I felt like I was not controlling the situations as well as I could have but I think some of that was from my background um in public schools and it's just uh it's been an adjustment here and I think that's probably a lot of stuff you guys have touched on in past episodes is how this is a very unique place. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about before we came on, like one of my big things when I first started here was like whether it was a therapist or, uh, you know, principal or so, like like you had a support coach. Yeah. Like when they would walk in, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't know what other classes are like because you haven't seen the other classes and some kids just cussing you out. Yeah. And, and you're just... You know, if you cuss back, they're gonna. It's you've learned that much, right? But you you feel like you should be doing something, right? Right. Trying to learn, like where? Okay, like what is the solution here? Yeah. Like where? What do I do? And I think what helped me was the first time, one of the first times that happened, one of the therapists said something to the kid, and then the kid cussed out the therapist, and I was like, okay, all right, it's not just me. <laughs> it's not just me. Like I'm not just getting dominated here. Like this is this is like a learning process, and, and this happens to everybody, even people who have been here for a while. Yeah, I agree. Like once I once I learned that, I'm like okay, all right. Not alone. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're not targeting me. Yeah. It helps. We, um, we probably, I guess advice would be to, at, at schools like this, you should probably have the person. The success situation was unique in the middle of the year, but you should probably right. have the person. Like, I never, like, saw another class. I think that would have helped a lot. Oh, yeah. Maybe do, like, some, um, spend it like, I had the term, but I forgot it. Like some shadowing? Shadowing. There you go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think I started one week before, um, the coronavirus all the yeah. schools closed so it's definitely been I think they definitely had stuff planned and it just yeah it's yeah, it a fluke situation like you just didn't get the opportunity um, if I if I had to throw something out there that, that kind of worked for me is like the it's best thing that you might be able to do is just be consistent so like just get used to saying the same things because you're gonna say the same things and like once they realize that like okay Seth's not gonna give up like he's gonna say okay you guys shouldn't be holding hands or you no touching um, then you know they'll get used to you being there every day and, under, and understand that like because most, most of the time especially starting now they're just going to try and find whatever boundaries they can find so once they realize that you're going to be sticking around then it helps yeah. and that they can't get to you right right I don't know why that makes them so happy I guess it made me happy too in high school like when you see a teacher just so flustered you're like oh we got them which <laughs> yeah. is so weird I don't want to do that to anyone I hope um, all right. well, I, well one potential challenge I thought that I'm very glad hasn't occurred is the students asking us about the coronavirus because every day I read the news and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So I'm really glad yeah. I don't have I don't have any children yet because I would not know what to tell them. I think I would just say like whatever you read on Google is better than what's going to come out of my <laughs> mouth because I see a couple kids researching and I'm like, well, that's healthy. I was going to say I think it's I mean we've been lucky enough that like you know there were a couple kids that were like really anxious or wanting to understand like what was happening, but like. Uh, so far, I think this group is just, they're, they're kind of oblivious to it. I'm going to make my highlight of the week really quick because I feel like I've been talking too much. My <laughs> homeroom is in, like, a great place right now. Sweet. And as we always talk about, when stuff like that happens, and Seth, you'll learn this, you just, like, <laughs> take it in. Like, every morning, I'm so happy. Yeah. Because there was a time this year where homeroom Home was oh, disastrous. Man. Man. And now, I'm like, everyone comes in, does their work, they earn their free time. We have these, like, really good 
class discussions. Nice. Like they're not like scheduled, but we just talk about stuff. Yeah. And how the day's gonna go. So that's been great. Sweet. Uh, mine is uh, actually um, one of the students uh, I had to restrain a couple a couple weeks back because she was going after uh, one of her classmates with a three hole punch, and after that she had decided that you know she again hated my guts. We had gotten over that hump for a little while, but then she was back to hating my guts again. But uh, yesterday, her and her peer were in a kind of a going back and forth arguing. And uh, in the midst of the argument, I kind of you know was trying to separate them. And the peer that she was arguing with uh, came after me and actually hit me. And her response in the middle of all of that, while she's you know cussing at him and cussing at me, is she's turned and just looked at me <laughs> with these really kind eyes. Was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like in the midst of like a tornado. Um, which was really nice and shocking to see all at the same time. So, I mean, uh, we went from her flipping me off every time she saw me and telling me she hates my guts to her being very concerned about me getting punched in the face uh, while that she kind of was involved in with the argument. So, I mean, not it's a weird highlight to be... (laughs) We always talk about, like, the the opposite ends of where our kids can be, Yeah. right? And so, like, this kid is 12 and carries around, at times, like, a little stuffed animal and can be so sweet and then 30 seconds later flicking you off talking right. ships you die and Dressing like a sailor right? home, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like what is happening so that's great that yeah for her she has the empathy yeah yeah so for her to just turn it on for me really quick it kind of uh like a small victory man kind of I, put that in my pocket I, I think when she came in my room today she <laughs> yeah. said i'm literally going to murder everyone in this class <laughs> and i was just like well uh we're gonna do some nouns today. <laughs> you know, it's just so when they say stuff like like you kind of get not immune to it, but it's like the yeah. effect wears off a little bit. But at first, it's just like good God. <laughs> like the twelve year old. We didn't say. I don't think I, said I don't remember. Like I don't remember saying I'm gonna murder my whole class. Yeah. All right, Seth. Do you have a highlight? Um. So, I my highlight would be when I first got here. I have a really small class right now, and so we've been able to go outside. And the first day, we were throwing the football, um, and I mean, I think it seemed like the one of the students had never like played before. Like five yard passes were very challenging for him to catch and throw, and so I kind of just thought, you know, that was his skill level, and that was that because he's a he's a little bit older, probably early high school, and uh, he so. As time's gone on, we've been throwing the football almost every day, and now he's kind of like chucking it around. Um, <laughs> he is he's slinging it. I was like, going to say, yeah. Stepping into his passes, and he can actually like catch the ball. Um, and I'm not exaggerating. The first day, like he could not catch a five yard like shovel pass, <laughs> and now he's just like saying, "I put it right in your bread basket." <laughs> and uh, I just honestly didn't think he would get any better. I was surprised he enjoyed it. And uh, when you know we were throwing, and it's just been kind of interesting because I grew up always playing, you know, with people and it just occurred to me uh, maybe a week ago that he did not have anyone you know probably to play with because right. he's gotten so much better and we've just been throwing the football for a couple minutes each day yes yeah. i mean it's it just really seems like he probably never threw the football and now it's just all coming naturally to him yeah and he's taking pride in it which we always talk about like yeah. if this kid's not like we have a lot of kids that want to do music or and like not all of them are going to make it in that area and this kid's obviously at an age where he's probably not going to start slinging it back at his high school <laughs> but like he's so proud of himself like whenever he throws yeah. it to me he's like that was a good one wasn't it? he's like seth and i have been playing and I'm like, all right, that's great. Like he's, it seems to like mellow him. Does it mellow him out when you all go outside? Yes, it yes. Like it. Sometimes he'll even, without telling me, will just walk. Uh, he'll throw me the ball and then just turn his back and walk to a tree and sit down and just like take a deep exhale and just you know kind of 
sit there and be that's probably the most relaxed he'll be all day um Sweet. but yeah it's just it seems like the more he goes outside the better he's able to focus on his work when we are inside at his desk yeah throwing, right, so throwing heat I'm a, I mean, developing I'm, quarterbacks out here Seth. i'm really yeah. sticking to the outline man. i didn't know if i could do it with three people as i struggle with two but Seth, do you have a getting to know you question for aaron so I was I spent a winter in Los Angeles and I found out from Patrick he uh, spilled the beans that you used to live there. Yeah, I was pretty close. And I was curious if you had a quick answer like you know West versus East Coast, which one you prefer and why. But that's kind of a hard question to answer quickly. <laughs> uh, real quick, I think um, so far vibe wise, like. Uh, LA's got like a definitely like a superficial vibe, if you will. Like I think I was saying one time, like um, being out here, like I went to a basketball game, and it's like truly there. You're there for the sports. You're like there. Everybody's there for the for the game. Everybody's watching it. Nobody's like dressed to the nines. But in LA, like you even like even back when the LA when the Clippers sucked, like you went to the game and like everybody was dressed like to the T, like it was a fashion event. And so like it's just it's it's kind of cool to be like not on that kind of level all the time. So. I think that I kind of appreciate that right little small difference yeah I remember that feeling for sure like growing up it seems like around here maybe people are more uh self uh just I guess concerned like I would see people on the beach in LA and it was just like always photo shoot oh yeah yeah everyone's like I mean it's designer clothes like but in Virginia, some guy I'm like with holes in his jeans, <laughs> exactly. kind of like offer to help you. I remember I was trying to get a jump at a park and like the Venice Beach parking lot, and I went up to like 20 people, and all of them just like, no, like no way, yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. I got a flat tire in Richmond, and I pulled over on the side of like not even a busy road, and I had people stop within like five minutes to help yeah. out. So I think that yeah, I, I uh, but in the winter time, the weather. In LA. I definitely miss it a I was going to say, yeah, I wouldn't trade a 70 degree year round <laughs> when it's snowing and digging the car out. Yeah, it's not, that's not cool. Uh, all right, Patrick. Uh, what's your favorite uh, outdoor activity if you have one? Oh, man. It used to be growing up was always basketball. Yeah. Like good games outside. There's, like high school, there's nothing like Like it. a pickup game? Like yeah. Out, yeah, yeah. And especially because parks were, even when I was in high school, parks were so scarce because of all the, uh, you know, the things that go on in parks. They have yeah. to take the rims down. Yeah. Um, but like some of my best memories of my life, seventh and eighth grade, the pool where I went had this perfect for three on three full courts. Nice. And we had a, probably a group of 10 kids that went up there almost every day and everyone was pretty good yeah we would just play for hours sweet and then when my dad like all the other kids lived in the neighborhood my dad would come pick me up so all the kids we were like probably 15 16 and i was about 13 and all the other kids would be smoking jets <laughs> and my dad would roll up and everyone would like disperse and my dad's tell them i don't care like as long as you're not doing it you know so that was i, I mean playing basketball outside is I lost the love of the game, but back in the day, that was incredible. Yeah, pickup games outside, yeah. There's probably not a better space. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's a good one. All right, so, Seth, what was – you had three older brothers. What was the worst part about having older <laughs> brothers growing up? Um, or just one part that was annoying. I, so, all six offspring shared <laughs> one bathroom. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. So, I'm kind of famous for – uh, I don't I don't know. I kind of 
Uh, this is going to sound bad, but I don't, like, shower very often. <laughs> like, when I live at the beach, I just jump in the ocean, you know, every day. Um, and I, I mean, people have told me I don't smell bad. They might just be being nice. But I think that might be, now that I think about it, this is like therapy. Now I think it might be because I can never get in the bathroom when I wanted to shower. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I so, the floor I mean, would be soaking order. wet. We had, like, six people trying to shower. Oh, yeah, God. and, like, I mean, thankfully, I mean, I was pretty young when the house was full. I was... Yeah, so I didn't have to experience it in all its glory, but I used to wake up to my older teenage sister screaming to get in the bathroom <laughs> to get ready. Um, and she went to an all-girls school. Imagine if it was co-ed, she really would have wanted to get in there. Oh, my God, now you're bringing me back. I remember being in the shower and, like, just turning the water on and her beating on the door. Like, God, I just got in here! Yeah. Yeah. And then the water would go cold. We and did not was... have a hard life at all. That might have been the one struggle, the shower. Oh, yeah, no, was... not at all, not at all. But that, and... it was and that door was right outside imagine. my bedroom, which was, my bedroom was a bunk bed, which my two brothers shared, and then I had my own bed, because um, I kind of popped out later. Um, but, yeah, so I had I had three people in my room, I guess, until Patrick went to college. Yeah, that was crazy times. I forgot Man. all about that. So it was bittersweet when, you know, an older brother or sister would go to college, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to miss you, and then you, as soon as they pulled out of the driveway, run up, I'm taking the room. <laughs> All right, resource of the, that was good. Yeah. Resource of the week. Um, so I did not know this existed. Two years ago, Oprah did a special on 60 Minutes about trauma. Okay. She said it, encha- it changed her entire life. It, it changed her purpose in life. It changed what she asked herself when she works with people, which is kind of the things we've talked about. Um, and they don't show the interview. I'm sure you have to like do some 60 Minutes stuff. But yeah, they show her talking about it on a talk show. And she actually talked about Doc to Dr. Bruce Perry, who we've talked about a yep. ton. And um, she was talking about this program in Milwaukee, and she said, instead of asking the kids what's wrong with you, they ask what's happened to you and hmm. try to – so a public school system trying to get at the root of it, which is awesome. Yeah. The disappointing part was this was two years ago, and somehow hmm. this is still, like, kind of under the radar. Yeah, it's amazing that it's still flying underneath the radar. And Oprah called it the <laughs> biggest problem in our country. Right. So if you don't want to listen to us, I completely <laughs> understand and almost endorse that. But you got Oprah saying Oprah. That. Yes. It's telling us. So, all right. So, feel good story of the week. You want to start with this one, Aaron? Yeah. So, uh, this student actually is somebody that we're both familiar with. Well, all three of us are familiar with, actually, now that I think about it. Um, he came to us, originally started with uh, with Patrick and I in our side of the program. He was in my homeroom. Yeah, it was in your homeroom. Um, he was very angry. And let me stay before I get started. Like, he's definitely one of the kids, like, he's not complete. He's not to where he needs to be. Um, by any means, but has definitely made progression um, as compared to where he was, because where he was when he got here was very uh, angry. It had a lot of pent-up anger um, because it would uh, not show itself, and he'd become really explosive just kind of out of nowhere um, sometimes or or over what would seem like menial or small things. He would just explode. Um, So that happened quite a bit when he first got here. Um, We had, in my homeroom, it was just terrible timing for him. Yeah. Because we had a lot of the DJJ kids who were all super social with each other right. and he and a lot of times they wouldn't sometimes they would definitely try to set him off yeah but most of the time they would just be like being friendly and then he would make these crazy claims to them like hey i'll do to you what i did to this guy in an alley yeah and we were like whoa like right. this kid we might need to look at a change of uh program, program. yeah yeah so him navigating social situations right. was very difficult um and then, and now, so he switched to the A&D, which is yeah. autism brain. That's made all the difference. And yeah, yeah. Seth's gotten it. Yeah. Home. So after his, after his transition over to that <laughs> side of the program, which was a great help for him, like, like Patrick said, got him into an environment that's probably suited definitely more for, uh, for him. 
Um, and like we said, it's where Seth has gotten to know him a little bit. Yes, yeah. It's uh, So I never saw him in all his, uh, I don't know what the opposite of glory is, <laughs> but uh, I've heard stories even from him. And uh, it, now, I mean, he's very well behaved, I'd say 95% of the time. Agreed. Um, and it's, I mean, it's it's impressive to see how kind of how he carries himself and he's sticking to his schedule which has been really hard for some of the other students that have been in my class during this time yeah. he gets uh he's doing his work uh some work online and he gets it done every day and he's Sweet. been proactive about asking to video chat with his uh teachers who are working from home so yeah i just i didn't even see him at his worst and it i mean it even it makes my feel good story of the week as well and i didn't see him half as bad as or half as uh wound up as y'all did I mean do you, do you remember oh sorry I, didn't even, I was just gonna ask do you remember like a moment with him um or like kind of when the train because there was a time even when he was with us he kind of started to calm down a little bit. yeah 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 um I can't say that I remember I had like a moment that like sticks out for me um I was I was gonna say with even with our kids with autism like kind of the same approach with the trauma that approach of like being patient yeah and not being accusatory even when he was saying things that we knew weren't true right. like kind of like why did you say that that kid was just joking around and now you've turned this into something that's right you're gonna have to talk to your therapist about and all that kind of stuff um i do remember that there was an incident once where he had gotten really upset with a peer over something and he had made his way all the way to the back of the gym and i remember him and i, him and I sitting on the stairs back there and i think there was as we're going back and forth and i was trying to you know process with him like uh and try and figure things out there was a moment where like like I said, I've just been repeating, like, you know, okay, some of these things, and it kind of broke the, the concrete a little bit, and he, like, kind of understood, like, okay, well, yeah, if I if it was me in that situation, like, I understand how me making that comment, even though they weren't speaking to me, how I would feel if I was having a conversation with someone else. So it was kind of like, if there was kind of like a small breakthrough moment, it was like, I might say that that was it, where he was, like, kind of understood the perspective from, or position from someone else. I mean, we had talks. Him and I had talks every day about it. I remember. Um, and he just, he would just constantly state these like thoughts about about the other kids. And I, I feel like he is, um, he's hanging on to stuff less. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would just perseverate. That's not. Is that I, it? I can't think of either. Perseverate. 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 Is that it? I don't know if we got, two, <laughs> we got two English teachers I can't think. At least you have Perseverate? I don't if it is a word, I don't know what it means. But um he's he still will hold grudges, but it's just like this, his progress. That's what we always yeah, gotta yeah. focus on is the progress. Yeah, yeah. All right, last segment. This is flown by Aaron. What are you missing this week? Pandemic um, still going strong. Yeah, still happening. Um what am I missing this so right now, this week? I think um You know what? I was going to say the idea of uh, feeling okay without with being outside. Like I, it's gotten hot, relatively warm, and I, the idea of like going to the beach um, just to you know get a little relief, even for a day or so. Like just that idea, like being able to have access or do that. Like I said, I don't go out a whole bunch, but like, yeah, that idea. Like I thought about, it and I was like, it was quickly canceled out. So just like even yeah. just enjoying some out some outside things. And they're gonna open some stuff up tomorrow, like. I mean, I'm not gonna do any of that. Stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I pretty much canceled, almost canceled 2020 yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But so they're doing like the patios and stuff. But uh, I just don't until it gets yeah like, I'm, safer. I'm not. I'm I'm not out. interested. I'm out. I'm not. I just need a haircut. That's it. <laughs> I just really want to get a haircut. My hair looks ridiculous. I think those are opening up as well. Yeah, I don't oh. think I. But I don't think I'd go in. Yeah. I would wait definitely a couple of days just because you don't want to wait in line. But I I mean, if you're I don't know. 
I would get a haircut if I wanted one, but I think I'm going to let it rage. <laughs> Is there anything you're missing? Yeah, so I miss the – I think – I don't – I hope I appreciate it when it comes back, but I just miss, like, everything – like, things being normal. Like, I took that yeah. for granted, I think, for so long. And I've – but like I said, I'm really glad the students don't ask me about this because I wouldn't know what to tell them. But, like, the stuff I was reading today was saying, I mean, it could be years. It could never go away. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's I, wild. I mean, the cool thing – the one thing I'm looking forward to is when I'm really old and just being like to my grandkids, like, y'all don't know how tough I had it, like with the coronavirus. But I just miss like really things being normal, which I guess uh, might sound weird, but just not waking up and that being on the front of the paper or just like, I mean, I really miss just normalcy. Like I listen still to my sports podcast and they are they ran out of stuff to talk about about a month ago. So it's just, if I could go a week without hearing coronavirus or, Word. um, I think I'd enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't, I can't think of like another time where like so many people are just missing the mundane of, of what life used to be. Like just the routine of it just doesn't matter. Just, can I just get back to that? Yeah. I have realized that I don't miss, you know, going out or anything. I would kind of get peer pressured into that. I've left that life behind. And I, <laughs> I realize that I, there's no going back. Just, I'm, I'm a homebody. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. I hope that early, happens to me too. Early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Great Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Last question of the week How do you feel about Jason Garrett? Oh, <laughs> not excited. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe we'll see, man. Maybe uh, his his he'll make an immaculate return as the OC. I don't, I don't know. You never know. You never know. All right, well, that was fun, man. Thanks, yeah, Seth. That was a good time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Seth came in and rolled the show. We we're at a half an hour before we knew it. I know that's crazy. Uh, but unless you gentlemen have anything else, I think we're good. Seth, Patrick, I've enjoyed our conversation. Uh, I've enjoyed you guys listening. Hope you guys listen to next week.